It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A -a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Kuben Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're in Saudi Arabia, head of Ruiz versus Joshua's rematch, also on the card. Birdie num num. What does that mean? Birdie num num. That's it, just birdie num num. I don't even know what the film you're referring to is from. Birdie num num. Yours, in it? Really? Yeah. He's the Indian guy that said birdie num num. This joke would work much better if I knew what the fuck you were talking about. Right, anyway. let me show you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm alright. took a while for you to be uh, confirmed on the card. Mm. We all kind of knew that you were going to be on the card. Did you? I didn't know. I'm just showing the bird in the middle. See? I'm glad you amused yourself. I've been saying it for like two days, don't stop. That's cool. Mm. It's funny though. You over with that? Mm. Your private joke? Birdie num num. Um, Yeah, it was a kind of a late announcement. Mm -hmm. What was taking so long? I don't know, just, you know, said yeah and then AJ just, you know, debating about things and... You know. What, whether they wanted you to file the card or whether there was I don't, a budget? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what they was debating, to be honest. I was just trying to train and trying to stay motivated and just trying to get on with it, man. But that's obviously past, and you are on the card. You're fighting Marius Wack. 
Mm. Was he the only name that was kind of mentioned? No. In this? I was meant to fight Eric Molina. Oh, really? That's what I was trying to fight to defend my WBC um, interim world title against because he's in the top 20 of WBC. You know, I was trying to fight him, but then all of a sudden he went to Erkovich, so, you know, he thought Erkovich probably was an easier fight or something, less experienced, whatever, so went to him and then I think there was Joe Abel, I think, someone else. And then a guy, Rendell, Rydell Booker, you know, um, was, and then Wack, went for Wack, because obviously Wack's totally experienced and he's tough. And he'll give me rounds and I've been off for a minute as well. You know, and he, he, he's got a decent jab, obviously. He's still very active and he's still very motivated as well, you know, so. And he's tough. No one's ever put him on his back before. Now obviously he's coming to the tail end of his career now. But you know, it's a good opponent. There was also talk about you possibly fighting on the, the show in a couple of weeks in Phoenix. Was that ever really realistically suggested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that was a possibility as well. That was a big possibility as well. But you know, obviously, um, this one came up and I thought, what the hell? You know, just get out. It's a massive card, massive rematch. And I think in boxing, every, so, every ten, five to ten years, there's a a massive spectacle, massive event that stops the whole world, you know what I mean, the whole world for that one night. And I thought, you know, it's a good, good idea to be a part of it. It's short notice, but what the hell? I'll leave my little miniature, little piece of fragment in um, history. How frustrating has the last six months been for you? Very frustrating, <clears throat> very stressful. You know, a few times uh, I was going to walk away from boxing, actually, you know. A few times, you know, people probably said, oh, he's just saying that, but you know, a few times I even said to you, and I think you're checking it in, you know. But that's boxing, man. Heavyweight boxing is the most dirtiest, corrupt, muddiest water around, you know, stark, very dark, dark, dark place, so, you know. Is it important for you now to kind of end the year on a win against Wack, kind of put the last six months behind you and kind of get your career back on track because you were at a stage where you were flying mm. as in terms of results and being some good fighters as well yeah, and, and I was constantly improving as well but you know life is hard man boxing is hard you know life is unboxing full of ups and downs man you're going to be able to to enjoy the not enjoy the downs but enjoy the downs as well as enjoy the ups so you know, I'm learning a lot about myself as a person. I'm learning a lot about my character and the man I've become and stuff and still becoming. So, you know, um, just just another, it's another test. It's a hard test, very hard test. One that almost made me walk away from the thing that, you know, I mean, that I enjoy doing most, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm decent at fighting, not decent at nothing else, you know. There's um, a lot of kind of unanswered questions to the public. There's probably a lot of unanswered questions to you. So we, we've we've spoke, let's just get this out of the way. We, we've <coughs> we spoke off camera. You've kind of told me over the last sort of mm. few months that this situation that you're in mm. is very delicate, very sensitive, mm -hmm. and there's stuff that you legally can't talk about. And we're in that same sort of situation now. What can you tell us as in terms of an update on what's going on? There's nothing I can say, man. Everyone has to be patient and see what happens and wait till everything's all sorted and done and dusted, you know. But right now, there's nothing I can say. It's frustrating, but there's nothing I can say. You know I me, mean? I'm not one for, 
keeping my thoughts to myself, but there's nothing I can say because of um, legal reasons, you know? Hmm. Just can't say nothing. When do you hope to have closure on this situation? I have, I have no idea. I have no idea. Ideally, I'd like to closure already, but you know, it's a process and it, it just takes a long time. You have to just endure it. You know, it's stressful, does my head in and send me mad, literally, you know, but what, what, what can you do? I can just give up and just be like, oh my God, I'm, you know, I have to wait and try and be patient, man. As distressing and as it is, you know. How would your mindset have been if you hadn't fought this year, though? If you hadn't ended this year fighting this week in Saudi or on the whatever cards you could have been on? I'd have still said, birdie num num tea. <laughs> birdie num num. <laughs> no, no. Um, How would your mind have been? I don't know, man. I don't know. Put it this way. Listen, a few weeks ago, I was in a bad place, man. Just just negative down. Then I got the call and I was like, hmm, the best get running quickly, you know. But it doesn't, take a, it doesn't take a lot to talk me into a fight, you know what I mean? I'm one of those guys where I hear a date, I hear an opponent, and I'm thinking, hmm, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm on it. I'm just stuck, you know yeah. what I mean? So, so, but you know, listen, I'm a heavy, I'm a heavier champion of the world, you know, um, number one ranked contender for a million years, million years now, um, ranked across the board in the governing bodies. I'm one of the top fighters in the world. I'm one of the, you know, um, I don't like to eat my own hand, but I'm one of the biggest um, draws out there at the minute. There's a five or six of us, and I'm, I'm definitely top four, definitely top four, you know. What would you say, kind of, over that kind of last six months, what, what have you learned that you didn't already know about the sport, <laughs> about people? What have you learned? People are very ungrateful. It's boxing fans and media and public, very ungrateful, you know, very, very ungrateful, you know what I mean? And they, I don't know, as a, as a, as a nation, we're just like dragging each other down. I don't understand it. You know, um, you know something happened, you know, Look at even Joshua's situation. You know, when he's winning, everyone's like, oh, he's so great, he's this, he's that, he's the greatest thing since Lennox Lewis and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? This is the man, Olympic gold medalist, unified heavyweight champion within 20-something fights. Luis Andres, oh, he's garbage, he's a bodybuilder, he's this. I told you he was going to guess, I told you this and that. One, one loss. <coughs> one loss and <coughs> everyone writes him off and says this and says that. You know, um, and I just learned that you go. You shouldn't care about what, what 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 the fans and the people say. You know, what I mean, as much as it may hurt, as much as um, it might affect you or whatever, don't care about what they say. It's worry about you because people can say whatever they want to say about him. But you know, the guy is caked. He's loaded, and he's made history. Be a Hall of Famer, famer, and he's making more money as a challenger than he was as a champion. How incredible is that? There was a moment today where we kind of saw you say something to Anthony Joshua or and vice versa we couldn't hear what the conversation mm. was but what what did you say to him or what did he say to you in that kind of whispered, brief I whispered in his ears birdie num num birdie <laughs> num num <laughs> no joking no 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 um, no I just listen me and Joshua we fought twice the score is 1-1 one, one. you know obviously I was his first loss as an amateur he was my first loss as a pro you know we're both young men we're both doing well you know, we have mutual respect. We don't necessarily like each other, get me each other. We have mutual respect. And he's British. You know, and I'm British as well. He's done a lot for British boxing. 
You know, our people say, oh, you're sucking up to this and the other. Just not sucking up to you. You're just realizing what someone's done and giving someone credit for. Listen, I give Derek Sizzler a hell of a lot of credit. Derek Sizzler's got almost lost on his record, but he's still one of the, the top guys around. You know, and I fought him twice and beat him twice, but I, I got a lot of respect for Derek Sizzler. You know what I mean? So, you know, you have to, we just need to respect for each other. You know, and he knows my struggles because he's in the game. He knows my struggles. He's seen me take fight for nothing just for the opportunities to build, to be, you know, he's, he's seen my journey. We're both, we're both on the match room, so we both knows what goes on in each other's career. So we just have mutual respect for each other. And at the end of the days, you know, I, I said team missing. Don't listen to what people are saying. Just be focused, go out there and do your job. Get the job done and win the belts back and let's have a proper dust up in England. Let's, let, let, let's, let, let's have a rubber match. Mm. And he goes, listen, yeah, he goes, you're right. I said, listen, just stay focused. Don't listen to the haters. I said, brother, you're doing good. Don't listen to the haters. And it's like, you really appreciate, you know, you know when you, you, you can feel like someone appreciate because I don't need to say that to him. I'm going to say to him, oh, you're a waste man, blah, blah, like everyone else. I saw your big stiff get this and the other, like all the other guys said. But I understand it's a business. And the Ruiz winning, it's good for me because I think Andrew is a much easier fight for me than Joshua is. But, it doesn't make for a bigger fight like me and Joshua does, you know? Mm. So in a way, for selfish reasons, for being a patriot and a countryman, I want to, you know, I want to see him win for those reasons. Well, a situation that is so messed up and unclear is this whole WBC situation. And you've kind of been the, the focal point of that in the heavyweight division for the last couple of years. So what... Is your understanding of what's going on? I, I don't on know right what now? to say anymore apart from then to why they're scared. That's it. You know, what, what more can I say? It can't be the WBC. It must be the Inter world who's telling them you don't want to fight me or you don't think I deserve a shot. I know for sure that the WBC because I went to Mexico, I met with Merritt and Suleiman, we had a chat, we straight we straightened a few things out. And Were you um, happy with that resolution and situation or not? Well, uh, to be honest, I'm not happy with it. I'm not happy with waiting to 2021. I'm not. But what can I do? But what will you do? Will you explore another route or...? Let's see, man. I've put a lot into WBC, a hell of a lot. Yeah, but how long are you going to keep waiting for? You're surely not going to wait till 2021 to get a, a I, world I'm just going to have to just go find the Ante World and bash his head in and just run off with the belt. I think I'm just going to have to just start doing Shannon Briggs in him. Just start showing up at places like these and start shouting, Let's go, bomb! Let's go, bum. Just start getting mad. You know, just start, you know. Yeah, maybe not the best idea, but I, I get where you're coming from with it. Um, uh, what, what, what more can I do? You know? It's, it's crazy, isn't it? I waited so long. I won all the fights. Banana skin is the banana skin. I got there, and then now they just... It's mad, and then now it's been pushed back again. What, am I going to guess what they open? Am I going to get old? Am I just gonna get old? Am I, you know, am I gonna be mentally unstable or, you know, what's, what's happened? Am I gonna break mentally? I don't know. Maybe. So, so what's supposed to happen after? If we're to take the Fury <coughs> rematches Wilder in in February, mm -hmm. which is what is supposed to happen, what, the winner of that from there, what what is your understanding of what happens then? I I don't know, man. Probably have a third fight with Luis Ortiz, you know. Probably a third fight. I have rematches Pilka, Johan Dupa, one of those guys. Or maybe if Malini wins the um, Saturday, he might have a, a second fight with him. You know? I don't know why Dinter Wilder don't fight me because he says 
I'm slow, I'm this, I'm that. You know, Deontay Wilder sucks. You know what Deontay Wilder sucks? Let me break this down for all of his, his bum boys and all his little fanboys and internet that uh, like sucking him off. Anthony Joshua lose. He was so over the moon, he was so happy. Dude, there's offering you over 100 million to fight him. You made four or five million to fight Luis Ortiz, bruv. Are you stupid? Are you fucking stupid? What is the real black hillbilly? Is a proper hillbilly. We gonna get him, boy. He ain't gonna get himself. We gonna get him. Get, get him, boy. He's the real hillbilly. Is that guy is so stupid? He's so. Okay, WBC suspended my, my mandatory. He was so happy. Dude, who was, was offering you 15 million plus to fight me? You made nothing to fight Luis Ortiz. Why are you happy? You're, you're happy to lose the biggest fight. See, he's not, he doesn't care about, oh, oh, yeah, Luis Ortiz is. is, is, is who was, name me four guys that Luis Ortiz fought. Just off your head. Uh, well, uh. <laughs> name four guys that I fought. Uh, Parker, Joshua, um, what's his name? Um, Rivas. Oscar Rivas, Chizora. Okay. Um, I'm disappointed in myself, I couldn't, I can't, I'm drawing a blank right. on Lewis Ortiz's opponent at the moment. Yeah, because he's fought no one. He's this great Cuban that's had 500 amateur fights. He had two world title fights in his 60s. He's never won a world title. He's never turned for a world title till now. It's garbage. Name me four guys Derek Cesaro fought. Vitaly Klitschko, you twice. Um, Can do better than that. Takam. David Hay in his da prime. David Hay. And I beat Cesaro. Cesaro's got, Cesaro's got way better pool. Uh, He's got way better resume than Luis Ortiz. Okay, I knocked Cesaro at one punch. No one don't rave about it. While I knocks some bummer, some old man Luis Ortiz at one punch, everyone raves about it. Oh, yeah, his punch power is amazing. I knew he was losing every single round. You know, but I just... I Luis Ortiz fought Dave Allen. The Dan Costa de la Hoya. You know? You fought him and all that. Yeah. I fought him long before that, you know. But but that's what I'm saying. When you make comparison, Malik Scott. Said, Sorry, I'm just throwing names. When you when you fought com now. comparison, Luis Ortiz fought nobody. He's a fake bogeyman. I tried to fight Luis Ortiz three two three years ago. That's a fact. I said you already told you. We've been trying to make that fight. <coughs> he said no one want to fight him. He decided to fight Dave Allen instead of fighting me at that time. This guy is so rubbish. The first time I said the match him, I was the first one to tweet to say, I'm ready, let's go at King Kong, blah, blah, blah. And I said, um, King Kong, more like Curious George. Look at my tweet. And while, uh, while I said, oh, if he wants to fight me, he have to fight Luis Ortiz. Who the hell are you? You're not a WBC. You're not a WBC ranking. I'm number one. I'm WBC interim world champion. Who are... He, he's fought two top ten in, in, in a thousand years. And I think both of them are in Luis Ortiz. Back to back rematch. Luis Ortiz and Tyson Fury. Who, he ain't fought no one in the top ten. I fought more top ten WBC guys than what the Inter Wilder does. Done as the champion. 
You know. What, what did you think of the fight with Ortiz and Wilder, the rematch? What, what did you think? I thought Ortiz boxed well, but he just looked. He just, he just looked old all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, he just looked like he couldn't be bothered anymore. Someone who's ever had an experienced great Cuban style, experienced guy. You know, it should have come in, in, ter- in bad shape like he did the first time. He did better the first time, being in, in worse shape than he did. He came in great shape, looked good. Given it all that and the skills, and then he fought, you know, he just boxed well, and then halfway through the fight, just, you know, while he's looking for the right hand, he teed up with the jab, with the jab, you stand right in front of him. Teed up with the jab, you stand right in front of him. Teed up with the jab again, you know, you're asking to get knocked out. It's like Luis Ortiz's brain just switches off. It boxing so good, and then he just switched off. And he didn't seem like he wanted to push the fight enough as well. But he done his thing, you know, he done his thing. He made a lot of money, he been banged out twice, um, you know. What more can I say? The Wilder didn't show nothing that we didn't already know. We know he's got a good right hand, and um, that's it. You know, he showed that he can get out of box and he can get hurt. Tyson Fury was in the wrestling recently. Mm. You'd be good in the wrestling. Yeah, I told Tyson Fury I'll fight him in the wrestling match. He didn't want to fight me in boxing. I said to him, I'll fight him in the wrestling match. You know, he, he didn't want to fight in, in boxing. We can fight in wrestling. I'd love to jump off the top rope and um, give him some. <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> that's, that's the. um. What's that thing called? An elbow drop. Ah, oh, what if I just give him the tombstone? That's not the tombstone, what you just I know, there. but I just. <laughs> I just give him all kinds of stuff. You know you look like, isn't it? Yeah, Booker T. No. <laughs> <laughs> no there's Triple a, H. There's a wrestler called uh, Triple H. Uh, with the black uh, Ahmed H. Johnson. Bro, that's in Sri Lanka, bro. That no. Guy, that guy is not in English. No, wrestling, Ahmed Johnson. He that's did, He done a move called the Pearl River Plunge. That's the, that's, um, what's the Sri Lankan wrestling call again? <coughs> I'm going to remember this. Sri Lanka does have their own form of martial arts. It's wrestling in it as well. Doesn't matter, I remember. My next interview. But yeah. Alright. Ahmed Johnson, Google it. Ahmed Johnson. Pearl River Plunge. You look a little bit. Does he go very numb numb? <laughs> Did he? No. He's just got a big, he's got a big round head. Very numb numb. Or does he. <laughs> I'm sure you, you'd jump with a chance to do a bit of wrestling, wouldn't you? Yeah, I told you. If you want to fight me in the ring, we'll fight in wrestling. I'll go in there and. Throw a few drop kicks and him and stuff, but I think he probably he's probably don't want to fight me because obviously um, I got a martial arts background, but it's it's not a real fight though, is it? No, you know? apparently not. I don't know. Yeah, it still hurts though. Yeah, I bet it does. Yeah, you land awkwardly. No, it does hurt. Like some of the slaps and kicks, it does hurt. You still got to train, but oh 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 oh, I reckon. Listen, I'm the can man. Whatever style, whoever they can get it. What what do you think happens in that rematch then? If it's take place in February, I don't know, man. I, I that's one fight I honestly don't know. It's hard to tell from the first fight because you don't know whether Fury would get up if Wilder was to do that to him again. You don't, and you don't know where Wilder might be more confident. Say, okay, I just need to learn. Fury might be more confident. Say, okay, I can press him. Absolutely, I, it's I don't know. It's only fights where I don't know, man. It depends on what happened in their career now. You know what? You know I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, Tyson is. He's a bit of a loose cannon. He, he never know he might lose his, his head again. Hopefully not. 
But you never yeah, hopefully know. Hopefully not. No, hopefully not. You know, they, you know. But you never know. He, he might just, you know, he got to the pinnacle of the sport and just lost his rag for whatever reason. I don't know. But hopefully, I don't know, man. Your old, uh, your old rival Derek Zora is hotly rumored to take on Usyk in mm. February. Mm. Good fight for Derek or no? I think it's a good fight for Derek because Usyk doesn't have punch power. Everyone saying, ah. Oh, Usyk's got great feet. You never around. really mentioned Usyk there. Huh? Yeah. I've been trying to, try, trying to fight this guy for ages. I said, I'm yo, like, yeah. I'm, listen, whoever won it can get it. I don't care. I just want to fight, bro. I just want to fight. I don't care about who they are, what type. As long as they're top guys, I just want to fight. I just want to fight the top 10. Anyone in the top 10 won it can get it. Anyone. Anyone that won it, as long as it makes sense, and Sky will put it on as a proper fight. Anyone who won it can get it. You know, I don't care about nothing because I just want to fight the top guys. Whoever won it can get it. Simple as that. And I've always been like that. If they say Usyk's a top guy, he can get it. You know, Deontay Wilder, the most dangerous, most destructive heavyweight puncher. I'm the only guy that seems to be running towards him. You know? You know, 2020, touch when everything goes well for you Saturday night. Mm -hmm come through the Marius Whack fight. 2020 for you, if I could probably assume that you'll fight two, maybe three times next mm. year. How would you map that out if you could pick it? I would like to... Realistically. I'd like to have one more fight. One more to get you, what, back into yeah. the... Yeah. I'd like to group. fight for a royal title. If there's no royal title, I'd like to have a rematch with Oscar Rivas and Joseph Parker and bash both of them's heading properly this time. Why do you want to rematch the pair of them? Because they just talk shit. They talk shit. They caught me. Both of them caught me at bad times in my career and bad times in my life. And I still beat the shit out of them. But they still talk shit. Parker, Parker still talk shit. Oh, yeah. I want to fight dead and white. I'm like, bro, you don't want this work. I'm telling you now because I'm going to be in better shape. I'm be more together. I'm be more aggressive. I'm going to beat the smack out of you. And Reavers talk rubbish. You know, they're looking for issues like, oh, they glove this, they glove that. Mate, I wore standard issues, um, fly glove. I wasn't with flyers at the time. I didn't even wanted to wear the gloves. But, you know, the glove that the other people brought for me, there was no good. You know, um, I ordered some gloves, unfortunately. The gloves are made in Italy. The guy sent them a few days before the fight. I went to match room. I didn't see them. When they came, the gloves was no good. You know, obviously I didn't pick them. My coach went to the, the rules meeting because I went home to relax or whatever. Um, and then after, and then matchroom had gloves for me, grants, which they gave away. They gave the gloves away by accident to, to another fight and a card because I always have a backup pair of gloves. Matchroom gave the backup pair of gloves away to, to some other fighters and a card. Nothing to do with me. So um, I was waiting around, waiting around. Millions before I'm, I'm due to, to ring walk. There was no gloves, I was trying to find gloves for me and they came with some brand new pairs of flies. <coughs> I never lost and that and um the guy from the British boxing board choose the flies for me. And I said, I I wear these cool. We were aware of some of that situation obviously that was going on. Yeah, these on. guys just start rubbish. They they lose and they can't believe it because they're such great amateurs and such great fighters. I'm just a normal street kid with seven amateur fight, beating the hell out of all these Olympians and all of that. And they can't believe it. It's like they can't believe it. So they're trying to hold on to every little single thing. You know, dude, you got beat up. 
I won almost every round. Like, you're this great, dangerous guy that no one wanna fight, Fury don't wanna fight, Josh wanna fight, why don't wanna fight you? I took the fight and I beat the shit out of you. <coughs> you know, so what's the problem? <laughs> Just switching subjects, you were on a plane mm -hmm. coming out here. Mm -hmm. Where you had some drama. I was asleep, so... So know. really, it didn't even happen to you, because you were in first class or whatever, feet up, with your rubber cups. What? I wrote in first class. That's what Dean said. Uh, Dean's lying. <laughs> well, all right, you were somewhere else on the plane, then, yeah, if you weren't in first class. Else. I don't know why you would deny that. I was in, I was just in premium economy. Premium economy? Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so you was completely oblivious to whatever was going on. I was asleep. <laughs> okay, it's not the best funny, way to go, isn't but, it? Okay. In your sleep. Oh, but you weren't aware. But when you were aware of what was going on, what was your kind I was of reaction? Disappointed. Why? Dean held him and gave him chances. She knocked him out and restrained him. She just took him down in a situation like that. The geese is even nuts, or he's up to something. You don't give, you take him down. My thing is, my my flight of fight instinct could have kicked in zero to a hundred. Take this guy down. That's all I would have done, you know. But as my brother is older than me, he's a bit more diplomatic than what I am to be honest. So, you know. But for me, in a situation like that, I take him down. There's no second thought. I know nothing. Instinctively, take him down. You know. When you heard about it, though, was there like a little bit of concern in your head, like because if you were on the plane and you weren't asleep and you were aware of what's going on, I, I could imagine that situation being a little bit concerning. Not really. Not really. I was just like, I was just, I just said to Dean, I'm very disappointed in you. I said, you should have known better. You should have taken him down straight away. You don't give but, people like that chance, you take them down. The situation was resolved though, wasn't mm, it? Mm. So without anyone being taken down. By the way, it wasn't just only Dean, the rest of my team actually helped as well, you know. But Dean's Dick. the biggest guy, so Dean got in the he papers. gets all the credit, yeah. But that's the thing, the rest of the team don't care about the papers, they're quite relaxed. You know, uh, you know. But he did a good job, he possibly saved a few people's lives, so. You know, and he saved another from making a mistake he would have regret the rest of his life if he, you know. But I think people like that should never, ever be allowed on a plane again. Well, that's a bit harsh, because everyone Why? makes a mistake. That, yeah, but that's a bit more than a mistake, isn't it, to be honest? Maybe it's just a nutcase. Maybe, but maybe, I just think... Maybe, maybe he needs to travel with a care or something. You don't know what people go through in life, so that's a bit harsh. You know, he could have been someone who suffered from... Um, Anxiety or some sort of madness. I didn't take his medication. Could be any reason. It could be. I could just be. A, it could be a dickhead as well. Of course. But you want to risk it? Well, I, I'm a strong believer in, first, in second chances. You know, I'm a very. But someone believer. trying to open the door of a of an aircraft in flight at thirty five thousand feet. It's a bit of. Funny he said word. he wanted to go home now. That's what I heard. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't really want to chance that, to be honest with you, being on a flight with someone like that. Actually, getting my sister side. Listen, I've been on all sides of life, man, you know. Because you only went on a plane for the first time in life about two years ago, didn't you? 
Is that right? Yeah. That's what someone I told just me. take boat most of the time. That's what I thought, yeah. Okay. I just, I take my boat, Captain Num Num. Birdie. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but no. Um, but anyway, the situation of that was resolved and it yeah, was Yeah, he done, okay, listen, but. he done something brave to be honest as well. It's brave of him to be honest because you don't know what the person is up no, to. No, you don't. You, don't, you know what I mean? It's brave of him to even, um, to even, um, most people, most people panic in situations like that. So it's brave of him, you know? Hmm. Brave of him. Oh, I just want to finish off. Mm. Finish you off by talking about. I don't want to be finished off on fighting Saturday. Disgusting. Wait, you don't want to see when they finish me off? Yeah, finish off the interview. Oh, you should have said, you see when they finish me off. All right, off. let me rephrase. Okay. Dinner, can I finish the interview off? Of course you can, burden num num. <laughs> Joshua Ruiz this weekend. Someone's going to get banged out. Is it fair to say, kind of, the landscape of the heavyweight division and British boxing kind of rides on what happens on Saturday to a certain degree <sighs> for the next 12 months? What what happens on Saturday? Is that fair to say? <sighs> implications for yourself, implications for Wilder, implications for Fury, implications for everyone. What happens this weekend? <coughs> I hopefully Joshua wins, man. I'm picking him. I'm hoping he's going to win. Will he win? Oh. One second. Hold on. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. Sorry. Will he win? I want him to win. I'm hoping he win. I don't know. I don't know because I don't know, man. There's so much crap being said publicly, and so he must be getting so much different. Advice and information, and he's had two new trainers as well as. Oh, is that gonna work? Two new trainers as well as Robert McCracken. Oh, is that gonna work? One's gonna tell him, Jabba, move, the other one's gonna tell him, keep your hands up, the other one's gonna tell him. I don't understand. I don't understand what he's doing. It's good to add things to your game. A second trainer, fine, but two new trainers. You know, Rob's done a great job getting him to where he is. Olympic, first world title within, you know, unified this and the other. Uh, um, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I s- what about his condition, his new slimline physique? Joshua has always been in great condition. Have you ever never seen him in great condition? No, I'm not, that's not what I'm asking. I'm saying he seems to have kind of trimmed down. That don't mean nothing. He still gave Ruiz a heck of a punch. He landed some big bombs at his biggest and strongest, you know? I don't, I don't know, um, I don't know, man. It's like heavyweight boxing. I don't know who the fuck Buster Douglas would have knocked Mike Tyson out. You know, who the fuck Danny Williams would have Mike Tyson out. Mike, he was a bit past it, but, you know. Who the fuck Danny Williams would have knocked Mark Potter out with one arm when he showed up at this located? I remember that part. Who the fuck Muhammad Ali would have lost to Leon Spinks? You know? Who the fuck, who the fuck Josh Foreman would have destroyed Joe Frazier in two or three rounds? A one round, whatever it was, you know. It's heavyweight boxing. Is is there's nothing like heavyweight boxing. You can never, for sure, have a hundred percent better heavyweight boxing match. You know, it's. I don't know, man. I just pray and hope, and um, I don't know. I I honestly don't know because Ruiz, you know, there's two things I give Ruiz. He's fat, 
and he's got very good hands and he gets a lot of talk in his movement. When he throws his punches, you notice he really turns through and follow through his hip and, and his punches. You know, he, he, just, I don't know, man. There's three things, actually. I don't know. I just hope Joshua just... I hope his head is in the right space. That's all I can say. I hope his head's in the right space. If his head's not in the right space, he's going to have a problem. And I ho hopefully, you know, Ruiz has been doing what people say he's been doing it, been training properly, been spending money and going here and living the life, and then Joshua just be able to clean him up. You know, being leaner doesn't necessarily mean fear. You know? Because you all of a sudden you're this big, strong guy that's gone to this... You know, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not a nutritionist or a scientist. And just by looking at my belly, you can tell I'm not a nutritionist. You know. So, I don't know. But it seems like fat man's running the world at the minute. So, I don't know. Maybe I should start eating cheeseburgers and stuff. And stop trying to lose weight. And just be the real fat man with the fast hands. Why are you laughing? You're trying to say I got slow hands. Brody, no, no. Alright, okay. We're going to wrap this up because it's very late. Mm -hmm. Appreciate your time as always. <coughs> always, bro. Listen. Always. When the exclusive land, you know, you know, like a lot of people threw me under the bus and just, and just, and just, and just. Is what I'm looking for? And justify it? Justify yeah, you're right with that. No, I mean, the, the word you were looking for. Mm, a lot of people, you know, so you're one of the few guys who... You haven't taken my cycle. You've been a dick at times as well, but, you know, I what? get it. I get it. It's your job, and you got to ask questions and whatever. But respect, though. And um, it's all good. You know, it's all good. God willing, um, I'll be able to say things soon. And... Make sure you talk to us about it first. Yeah, I'm just doing interview with you and my YouTube channel. That's it. No one else. Maybe I'm being a dick anyway. Nothing. Sometimes. Sometimes, but yeah, right, most times. Respect. Um, quick word on Saudi. Good experience so far. Bernie num num. No, I'm joking. Um, um. It's a great, listen, it's a good experience, listen, I'm grateful to be here, I've met the Prince, I've met the organisers, and this has been good, the people, they're really big boxing fans here, you know what I mean? Um, love it. They one love thing, it. one of the guys said to me, the minute you was had to the card, he said the, the interest went through the roof, and you know, I never thought I had fans in, you know, um, it's great, it's great, the guy said, I'm really glad that you're part of the card, and the minute, the minute your name got added, it just blew everything, you know? I'm not saying I'm the star attraction or anything, but, you know, I bring a lot of value to the card, so that's good. And it's a monumental event, isn't it? It's a massive event. And so let's see. Cool. Um, Christmas Day coming up in 22 I'm days. I'm curry turkey. All right, so as part of our IFL thing we're doing for the charity thing, we need a verse from a Christmas carol. Do you know any Christmas carols or not, really? I know bad ones. Rude ones. No, not rude ones. Do you know, like, Rudolph or do you know, like, Harp, the Herald, Angel Sing? Can I make my own or not? No, no, no. Just do you know a traditional Christmas card? We need one verse because everyone's got to put one together. Can I just make my own or not? 
No, because it's got a, it's for kids and that's so don't, don't. Yeah, I just say birdie num num the red nose reindeer. <laughs> no, like, do you not know, like, like frosty the snowman? No. I was too broke to afford Christmas as a kid, man. Yeah, but you must have heard a song. We couldn't afford One radios. Song. We couldn't afford radios. Last Christmas. You know, I used to do singing the sea show and listen to it over again to because <laughs> I was too broke to afford it. You know, you know, you know, you singing sea show and listen to it, it echoes in there. Yeah. That's what I used to do. I couldn't afford radios. I had one of those. Okay. No one knows radios. Okay. Yeah. No, but yeah. that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I'm not gonna. You know, those radios used to put together. I mean, gets it in the thing in here. What do you call? It's like an old school army radio, man. I can't remember what it's called, but that's how poor I was. Okay. Hmm. And look at you now, you're rolling in premium economy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's how much Matchroom loves me. So that's my late dead call, isn't it? Is it? Alicia! It's <laughs> <laughs> No, physio. Wait, hang on, Brady. Dylan White, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Best of luck on Saturday night, and I'm sure we'll catch up with you after your fight. God bless you, and thank you, and thank you for all the people who remain loyal and keep supporting me. Thank you, Saudi, for having me. I'm going to bring the heat Saturday night. I'm going to warm up the arena. Cheers, mate. Cheers. By the way, do you think I should be chief support or not? I thought you were chief support. Oh, just checking. Are you not? I don't know. Good arts, ask Eddie then. Well, you're, you're after Are you going to interview Eddie? Ask him. I thought you was. Who's I not? I don't know. He's Pavetkin chief support. Maybe. Alright. Alright, just ask him. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. But the main thing is you think it should be chief support, so that's good. Do you know what? I think it should be headlining. I'm not even joking. Really? White fights, white headlines. White fights, white headlines? Yeah. Where did them? Okay. White fights white. No, no, hopefully white versus Joshua too next year. Hopefully, I, I really hope the kid gets his belts back. And then he said he wants to fight Ruiz again, so let's see. Let's see. Right. Thank you very much. Respect. You need to cream your legs though, bro. They're so dry, bro. Oh, do you know why? Because I've been scratching them like this. Why? Are you on crack? You see where I've been scratching them, right? Are you on crack? No. You had to let the real crack fiend just do scratching your legs. Why are you going to talk about old times for? See. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever you did to get your crack money, that's up to you. I'll give you these cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> I got these cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> Suck you. <laughs> All right, anyway, anyway. All right, that, uh, cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast. Sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.